Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Songs of victory. Praise his name. Hallelujah. Nothing like the name of the Lord Jesus. Nothing like the victory that he has won for his church. And we give God thanks this morning. You may be seated in the house of the Lord. I just take this opportunity one more time just to welcome each and every one of you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to welcome those who have joined us online, um, whether it be in the Zoom, Facebook Live, or YouTube. Uh, we just want to welcome you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, our soon coming King. Praise his wonderful name. Hallelujah. We are absolutely sure uh, that salvation is in the name of the Lord Jesus, and we proclaim no other name but the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And there is no other name given among men whereby we must be saved. Salvation is only found in that name. Sorry for those who choose a different method, try a different name. Only the name of Jesus was given for salvation. And this morning we rejoice that we are recipients of this glorious and marvelous light. Hallelujah. It, we did not find this light, but the light shone upon us while we were yet in darkness. And because of that, we, are, we have received this great and marvelous light, the revelation of Jesus Christ. And we give God thanks for that this morning. Praise the name of the Lord. And we walk in this world, we move in this world with a spirit of compassion for those who have not yet been saved. And we pray sincerely that their souls will be saved. But Jesus said he come in this world solely to seek those that are lost, those that who need be saved that's the reason why he came he did not come here to condemn souls to hell but those who refuse to believe on him they are already condemned not because of jesus but because they have rejected him praise the name of the lord are you happy to be in the house of the lord this morning all right we're going right ahead into the word of god this morning but just before we we move along i'm just going to pray one more time and ask the lord to have his way praise the name of the lord father god we thank you one more time lord jesus that you are worthy to be praised we thank you lord that god almighty you're still interested in humanity we thank you lord that you still want to say something to us lord you could have abandoned us but your word God, you have spoken your word and you have shown your interest in humanity. For God so loved this world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. The compassion you have for the world. Lord Jesus, as we come this morning before you, Lord, we pray that you will wash. We pray that you will cleanse. We pray, Lord Jesus, that you will saturate our hearts. We pray, God Almighty, that as these words leave my lips this morning, you may say what you want to say through me, Lord Jesus. Use me, O God Almighty, as an oracle of thine. Lord, let flesh, my God, be slain and you alone be seen right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Hide me, O God Almighty, hallelujah, under your blood, Lord Jesus. May I not go, hallelujah, ahead of you, Lord Jesus, but God, may you alone be seen. Lord, may what you have to say to us this morning be heard clearly, Jesus. We come 
one more time, Lord Jesus. Those who have joined us, listen to us at this time. Those who may listen to this recording, God Almighty, in the future, my God Almighty, I pray, God, you remove every obstacle. I pray you remove every darkness, God, and allow your light to shine in. Lord Jesus, we look to you one more time, and we bless your name one more time. In your precious name, we say thanks. In Jesus' name, praise the name of the Lord. We're going to take it uh, a timely approach this morning to the book of Genesis chapter 6. Hallelujah, Genesis chapter 6. Amen. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 6. Matthew chapter 24. We're going to that one more after. Genesis 37. at Genesis chapter 6. We're going back there, but let me read very quickly for you from Matthew chapter 24. Pick up from verse 32. And Jesus says, Now learn a parable of the fig tree when his branch is yet tender and put it forth leaves. He know that summer is nigh. That's a sign to us that summer is nigh. It's near. When you look on a fig tree and it starts to put forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So likewise he, when he shall see all these things, to read that book of Matthew chapter 24, and Jesus begins to tell us of the signs of his appearing, of his coming, he says, now, likewise, when he shall see all these things, know that it is near even at the doors. Verily, I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. What a statement. Jesus says, anything I say, surely it will come to pass. He said, before one of my word fail, heaven and earth will pass away. And that allows us to understand that what we, things that we see, the things that we see in the heavenlies, things that we see on the earth are kept by the power of God's word. And if, if, if one of his word fail, everything fails. And he says now, but of that day and hour, know it no man. No, not the angels of heaven, but my father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the son of man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, 
they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Of that day, but as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered the ark. Hello, somebody. That's what the Lord is saying. Things were operating just as they were. People were eating, drinking, and they were marrying and giving in marriage. But did not know until the day that Noah entered in the ark. And knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Genesis chapter 6 tells us, gives us an account of our brother Noah and God's word or mind towards humanity. The Bible said that in those days, men began to multiply on the face of the earth. And daughters were born unto them. And the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fear. And they took them wives of which they choose. And the Lord said, my spirit shall not always strive with man. Know somebody. Those words, that statement of truth echoes throughout all the millenniums. Every year since that statement was made by the Lord, it stands sure. It is not a historic statement. It is an absolute statement that is rev rev relevant rather, to this very day in which we live. My Spirit shall not always strive with man. God says, I'm not going to quarrel with him. For that he also is flesh. Yet his days shall be a hundred and twenty years. God determined that the days of man will decrease. Because before that they were living 900 years, 800 years, 700 plus years. The Lord said, I see What's happening on the face of this earth? I'm going to reduce your years to 120. Bible said there were giants in the earth in those days. And also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men which were of old, men of renown. There's a lot of different theories out there. I'm not going to get into this subject this morning. I can do that at the next time. But my focus this morning is on a, on, a, on a topic. Judgment is determined. Judgment is 
determined. Bible said that God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth. Tells us, brothers and sisters, his eyes is upon every man. Hello, somebody. I'm, I'm going to speak simple Bible teaching this morning. God observes the ways of men. Every individual that's born in this world, God has his eyes upon you and he's given it. He's taking an account of all our deeds that are done in our body. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. He says, the wickedness of man was great. It was intense. It was, it, it, it was without measure. And that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. What a, what a, what, what a height to reach. Where God now takes note of the heart of men and recognizes that the imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. That man, that means man's desire was just to sin and rebel against the name of the Lord. Rebel against the creator. Rebel against the Holy One. That was what was in the heart of mankind. And the Bible said it repented the Lord. He regret that he had made man on the earth. And it grieved him at his heart. Praise the name of the Lord. I'm going to be very simple. What the Lord is telling us here. This is the next lesson for us to learn. That when we are against God. It grieves his heart. When we act against what the Lord requires of us, it grieves the heart of God. And so the Lord said again, this was the outcome having grieved the Lord's heart. He said again, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth. Both man and beast and the creeping things and the fowls of the ears. For it repented me that I have made them not only man. His judgment is determined. He said, I'm going to destroy man and beasts and creeping things and the fowls of the ear. For it repented me that I have made them. This is not a lesson for us. For those of us who believe that God is so loving. Yes, he is. It's impossible for him to destroy people. Well, we're in the book this morning and he says, I will. The same one that said, and God made man. He's now talking back to man. He said, I will destroy man whom I have created. I'm going to, I'm going to judge my creation. And I will destroy them from the face of the earth. Both man and beast and the creeping thing and the fowls of the air. For it repented me that I have made them. What did the creeping things do? What did the fowls did that God wanted his judgment was determined to destroy them? 
Lord said they became corrupt before him. Even the animals, man's rebellion even affected the nature of the animals. And God said, I will destroy them. That statement surely stands even until this very day. A lot of us don't believe that the wrath of God has been ignited against mankind from he uttered those statements way back in the antediluvian period until this very day those words stand sure. And he says, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. One man found grace in the eyes of the Lord. The Bible tells us these are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man, meaning righteous and perfect in his generation. And Noah walked with God. Next thing, brothers and sisters, for us to understand when we talk about the Lord Jesus Christ and him uh, uh, coming to offer grace to humanity, what we have to understand is that the man that walks with God will stand. Noah, a just man, a perfect man in his generation, the Bible said he walked with God. This is the man that found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And Noah begat three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. The earth also was corrupt before God. We hear it now. I believe it's the third time. And the earth was filled with violence. And God looked upon the earth and behold, it was corrupt. For all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. All flesh. Peace. Fowls of the air. Hallelujah. He said all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. I want us to stop for a moment and think about this present world in which we are living. How different is today's world from the world back then? Not very different. We have leaders of great nations, leaders of great nations that stand in absolute rebellion against the name of the Lord. And they are puffed up, they are proud, arrogant in their spirit, and they don't even have a second thought about what they're doing. They promote, my God Almighty, hallelujah, different lifestyles that's contrary to the word of God, and they are not ashamed. Violence is within our streets, it's upon our streets, it's upon our land. Hallelujah. Blood touching blood. Uh, robbery, corruption. We see it in, in our government system. We see it in companies. And, and the poor is being taken advantage of. How different is today's world? Not different. Now the Lord said unto Noah, the end of all flesh is come before me. Brothers and sisters, when we read the book of Genesis, it is telling us what will happen. But not, it's not just a historic statement. 
but it tells us the mind of God towards humanity and things that will take place in the latter days. Now, God is looking upon the corruption that's on the The Bible said the end of all flesh is come before me. There's going to be a with the earth. Brothers and sisters, as we get to understand the act of God's judgment in the days of Noah, there are those of us who ask questions. There are those of us who make um, certain statements to say, uh, when we see all these activities, the windstorms, uh, the volcanoes, and all different uh, types of disasters, and we call them natural disasters, but I want to let you know the first disaster that hit this planet was determined by God himself. He is the author of all disasters that hit this world. Hello, somebody. Hallelujah. He said the end of all flesh is come before me for the earth is filled with violence through them. And behold, I will destroy them with the earth. But now make thee an ark of gopher wood rooms shall thou make in the ark and shall pitch it within and without with pitch and this is the fashion which thou shall make it of the length of the ark shall be 300 cubits and the breadth of it 50 cubits and the height of it 30 cubits a window shall thou make to the and the door of the ark shall thou set it in the side thereof with the lower second and of waters upon the earth to destroy all flesh wherein is the breath of life from under heaven and everything that is in the earth shall die talk about a loving God he says make me an ark and behold I read it, brothers and sisters. I, even I, do bring a flood. Don't worry, she's gonna be all right soon. Don't worry. Pray. God, God said, I am gonna bring a flood of water earth to destroy all flesh. That means it's not by chance. The water coming up on the earth has a purpose. I'm going I'm to blow the life out of humanity. I'm going to destroy all flesh. Wherein is the breath of life from under heaven. And everything, not just some, everything that is in the earth shall die. I am going to do it. Now uh, my judgment is determined. But with thee will I establish my covenant, and thou shalt come into the ark, thou and thy sons and thy wife and thy sons' wives with thee. Let's stop for a minute. Here we have, brothers and sisters, in this chapter of Genesis, the sixth chapter tells us 
of the doctrine of salvation. God says to Noah, I'm going to destroy this earth, but I want thee to make an ark of gopher wood. Rooms shall thou make in the ark and shall pitch it within and without pitch. And this is the fashion which thou shalt make it. And he begins to give Noah specific instructions concerning how the ark should be made. Brothers and sisters, here we have another statement of truth. That salvation comes from God and him alone. And he determines how salvation is given to man. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. The act of salvation and what... what make for his deliverance. What to make so that he can escape the flood, the job on the earth. Hello, somebody. And Noah was told, you better make it exactly as I am telling you. You better fashion it of gopher woods and, and, and pitch it within and without. If Noah disobeyed, that ark would not sail. It would not float. It will sink with him. Here we understand, brothers and sisters, that salvation is not out of the wisdom of man. Salvation is not based on the opinions of men, but salvation comes directly from the throne of God. It comes from the mind of God. It's the will of God to man to save him, the will of man to provide, hallelujah, and escape from the wrath of God. That's where we get the love of God. That's where we understand the love of God. For the justice of God must be meted up. At the same time, the mercies of God, hallelujah, hallelujah, is extended towards humanity. Judgment is coming, but I'm going to provide a way for you to escape the, the wrath of God that's about to pour out. Now, please, I'm telling you, make me an ark of gopher wood. Pitch it outside, inside. Hallelujah. With pitch and make it according to, to these measurements. 300 cubits shall be my God Almighty. The breadth of it 50, the height 30 and you shall make an ark my God Almighty. And in a cubit shall thou finish it above and the door of the ark shall thou set in the side thereof with lower second and third stories shall thou make it. There's one thing I want to let you know, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen. No man can ask God why about his salvation. He takes counsel from no man. He tells us how. He tells us how, my God Almighty, we can enter, my God, into his kingdom. And there's no question. We can't bargain. We can't argue over the salvation process. God determines. He establishes his covenant with his people and tells them how you're going to be saved. Now, he says, you, your wife, your sons and their wives, the want of every living thing of all flesh, two of every sort, shall thou bring into the ark to keep them alive with thee. They shall be male and female. Hello, somebody. God is a, man, is a God of principle. 
What he establishes in creation shall stand sure. For when he made Adam, he said it was not good for him to be alone. And he made him a wife. He called him woman, male and female. And when he was about to put his judgment on the earth, he was thinking after the judgment, after the flood would have received He wanted to repopulate the earth. He did not select man and man. He selected male and female. Even the creeping things he said, male and female. Hallelujah. We live in a world that's so corrupt that man is going against the nature of God. But hallelujah, God tells us in his word that those who stand in rebellion against him, he gives them over to a reprobate mind. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. We need preachers that will stand, my God, flat-footed on the word of God and don't care if their necks are taken off. Don't care if they're imprisoned. My God said Adam and Eve. My God said male and female. My God said one wife. My God Almighty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's that's the principle my God that he established in the beginning and that's the principle he will give an account for. Anything that doesn't line up with his principle stands under his wrath. He says What he says, that's what he expects of us. When he tells Noah what is to be done, the Bible gives us an account that exactly what he required of Noah, that's exactly what Noah did. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, if we treat the process of salvation with little or no regard, we won't be saved. That's principle. And the Lord said unto Noah, Come thou and all thy house into the ark. For thee have I seen righteous before me in this generation. God is looking out for the righteous people in every generation. He make a way of escape for every righteous person. He said, For thee have seen righteous before me in this generation. Of every clean beast thou shalt take to thee by sevens. Male and his female. And of beasts that are not clean by two, the male and his female, of falls of the ears, of also of falls also of the ear by sevens, the male and the female, to keep seed alive upon the face of all the earth. For yet seven days, and I will cause it to rain upon the earth forty days and forty nights. And every living substance that I have made, will I destroy them off the face of the earth. Hello, somebody. I tell, I tell you in the beginning, judgment is determined. God has a timeline. God has a clock. Hallelujah. He told Noah, yet seven days. I'm counting down and I will cause it to rain upon the earth 40 days and 40 nights and every living substance no somebody that i have made will i destroy from off the face is the name of the lord and Noah did according unto all that the lord commanded him praise the name of the lord jesus 
Hallelujah. And Noah was 600 years old when the flood of waters was up on the earth. He went in and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with him into the ark because of the waters of the flood. Of clean beasts and of beasts that are not clean of the fowls and of everything that creepeth upon the earth. There went in two and two unto Noah into the ark, the male and the female, as God had commanded Noah. And it came to pass after seven days. God's word is absolute. He told Noah seven days. And after seven days, Noah said... It came to pass after seven days that the waters of the flood were upon the earth. What was the purpose of the water? He said, I'm going to destroy every living thing upon the face of the earth. I'm going to destroy it. He said, in the 600th year of Noah's life, in the second month and the 17th day of the month. Oh, how, how, how specific God can be. In the 600 year of Noah's life. 17th day of the month. The same day. Where all the fountains of the great deep. Broken up. And the windows of heaven were open. Hello somebody. God unlocked his tools of judgment. He opened up the fountains of the deep. Water was coming up outside of the earth. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. And he said he opened the windows of heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the rain was upon the earth 40 days and 40 nights. In the self same day entered Noah and Shem and Ham and Japheth and the sons of Noah and Noah's wives. And the three wives of his sons with them into the ark. And every beast after his kind. And all the cattle after their kind. And every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth after his kind. And every fowl after his kind. Every bird of every sort. And they went in unto Noah into the ark. Two and two of all flesh wherein is the breath of life. And they that went in went in male and female of all flesh as God had commanded him and the Lord shut him in. Hello somebody. God shut him in and the flood was 40 days upon the earth and the waters increased and bear up the ark and it was lift above the earth. Hello somebody. Somebody say, God is too good to judge this earth. God is too good to destroy humanity. Uh, you don't know. No, he's not that kind of a God. What happened when these men, when Noah and his wife and his sons and his wives and all these living uh, beasts and fowls and creeping things went into the ark, the ones that God determined to save? What happened to the rest of humanity? What happened to the sons of men? My God, which were multiplying upon the face of the earth and wickedness had increased in their heart and the, the, the imagination became vain. What happened to them? The screaming of these people when they saw that the heavens were opened up and rain was coming down. That the fountains of the deep were opened up and water was coming up. The screaming of these people did not move the hand of God. 
They could not scream and cry enough for to shake God. His judgment was determined. His wrath, the self hour, the same hour that he determined that his judgment was coming upon the earth. It was too late. What happened to the babies? What happened to the young children? What happened to the mothers who were pregnant? What happened to folks who were disabled? These are hard questions. What happened to old folks who couldn't move very quickly? God said their heart was corrupt. Hello, somebody. When God says something, it stands short. And he's looking at this generation this morning. And he sees the corruption. The babies could not scream enough to move God to open that door. They could not cry with much agony to move God to open that door. What he says stands sure. Whether we believe it or not, the word of God stands sure. They could not beat upon the door of the ark. Noah, let me in. A preacher of righteousness who preached. They saw him building the ark, but they mocked him. What a crazy guy. Uh, cutting all this timber out of the woods to build this uh, kind of a thing. We have never seen anything like that. The world does not understand the salvation process. The world does not understand God's saving grace. They mock it, they jeer it, they say all kind of things against the preacher. But the word of God stands sure. Look at him. Get up every morning. He's just so busy building this thing. Where is he going with that? And when Noah was ready to enter the ark, the moment that God said go in, there's a mystery behind it. God's call to humanity, the moment that Noah began to enter that ark and he began to gather the animals that were determined to be saved, every one of them show up. Hello, somebody. That's a mystery of God. You can talk about getting cows and donkeys and horses and, uh, and different, some of these larger beasts. But the fowls of the ear, they came. How about the creeping things? They came right into the ark. Every one of them that were determined to be saved showed up. And Noah allowed them to enter. Every one of them that were sealed with for salvation entered. Hello, somebody. Hallelujah. The judgment of God is determined and he's watching the attitude of men. Earlier this year, I believe, or late last year, I can't remember now. Hallelujah. I, I was in a, a vision, got, caught up in a vision, and I was on this property, and I, I saw some church folks in the property, and they were uh, getting excited about uh, some things that they owned, material things, different kinds of vehicles, and they were driving them up and spinning them around, and this one was rugged good for the rough terrains, and uh, be, they begin to talk about 
what the vehicle could do and what it could not do. And I stood there and I'm looking on these church folks. I'm like, oh my God. I just can't understand how church folks get so caught up with material stuff. And I, I, my heart became so moved, disgusted with what I was seeing in the vision. And I stepped outside from that area and I went outside on the main road and I stood out there all by myself. While I stood on the main road, cars were driving up and down. When I begin to look, I see the clouds. They were so dark in the sky. I begin to look up. And then I, behind the clouds, I begin to see some shimmering of lights. Like bright lights just flickering behind the clouds. And then when I look, every man who was walking up and down on the road, they stopped. Everybody stopped like this. And everybody's eyes were up into the heaven looking. And all of a sudden, their mouths were open like this. Brothers and sisters, it, it, it was as if you were watching a movie and you hit pause. And a standstill picture, everybody. And I'm beginning to look on the lights that were flickering. I'm looking, looking, wondering what's behind the cloud. What's happening over there? And all of a sudden, I see a plaque, like a stone, flat stone, just hung down and suspended in the air. Came, came through the clouds and came down where I could view it. Beautiful colors, pretty, and nice colors that I've never seen before. And when I look up on it, uh, there were some writings at the bottom, some writings but I could not see it. But on the top, something specific. You can call me crazy. You can call me crazy. I don't mind you calling me crazy. That's fine. But when I look on the top, I saw 5G. And I said, I saw looking on it. And then I wanted now to look to see what was written below. So I'm trying to readjust my eyes now because that font was so huge. I could see clearly. And I look down to the bottom now to readjust my eyes like a, a blink to look and see if I can make note of what was written on the lower part. And the, the plaque just went up. Because God didn't want me to see it. He probably wanted me to seek his face for it. And then I heard the word of the Lord said, I take note of every act of rebellion against my name. I take note of every act of rebellion against my name. The Lord looked down on the world in the days of Noah and said, My spirit shall not always strive with men, with man. I'm going to reduce his days upon the face of this earth. Now, 600 and add, you're going to live out your days. But I'm going, to I'm going to reduce the days of every man. 120 years. Hello, somebody. When God says that, my God Almighty, hallelujah, it means he goes stand sure. He looked and he said, everything I'm looking on in their heart is continually evil. Vain in their imagination. That man means now. Man is now at a place. That they are driven. In rebellion against the name of the Lord. 
what he says, I'm going to judge man. I'm going to wipe off everything that the breath of life can be found in on the face of this earth. I am going to destroy them. Hello, somebody. We got to believe that word. There are billions of people again, uh, that, that, that's all over this world. And there's a word that stands sure. I am going to destroy every living thing that's upon the face of this world. Hello. You believe it. The church will move with compassion for people. Because he says he's going to destroy them. God determines those, the, the, the path of salvation he gives to us an avenue to escape the wrath of God. Hello somebody. Let's look in the text. The book of Matthew chapter 3 and verse 10 tells us that now also the axe is laid onto the root of the trees. Judgment is determined. There's a, the axe is laid at the root of every tree. Hear some more. Every tree which bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Judgment is determined. John says the Baptist, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Know somebody. Judgment is determined. The axe is laid at the root of every tree. Hello, somebody. He never says it's laid on one of the branch. He's laid at the root. But he's going to cut it out. Hallelujah. When he make a cut, there's nothing that will survive. Say, whose fan is in his hand and he will thoroughly purge his floor and gather his wheat into the garner. But he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Judgment is determined. Hear what he says. Matthew chapter 1, verse 20. Now and now is safe in the ark. People are screaming on the outside. They, the opening hours of the judgment of God, they are screaming. But the scream, while the screams were happening, the fountains of the deep was opening up. Water from above, water from beneath. Until that huge vessel began to float. Bible says, I'm getting back to Matthew 1. The Bible says, and every living substance, Genesis 7 verse 23, was destroyed which was upon the face of the ground. Both man, cattle, creeping things, and the fowl of the heaven. They couldn't fly out the judgment of God. The water took them to their grave. Hello, somebody. And somebody believe you can escape the judgment of God that's coming upon this world. There's no escape. 
except by the, the, the method of, of salvation. Hallelujah. And he says now, and they were destroyed from the earth, and Noah only remained alive, and they that were with him in the ark, and the waters prevailed upon the earth an hundred and fifty days. Hundred and fifty days. Waited until every creature died. The word of God must stand sure. You could swim a few hours, hallelujah, until the strength failed, you won't die. Whole world was filled with death. Somebody says, How could God do such a thing? That's not the correct question to ask. How could man become so corrupt? How could man rebel against his creator? How could man go a different path against his creator? How could the ways of man become contrary to the ways of God? Sin. Listen. Matthew 1 verse 20 tells us, but while he thought on these things, that's Joseph, behold the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take Take unto thee, Mary, thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Here we have a statement of truth, something that's beyond a biological process, something that is beyond the reasoning of men, but absolutely sure. That which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost overshadowing of the Holy Ghost upon the Virgin Mary. And she shall bring forth a son and thou shalt call his name Jesus. Hallelujah. For he shall save his people from their sins. In the days of Noah, God showed up and gave grace to Noah and his sons and his, and his wife and his son's wives and brought them into the ark and gave them salvation. In these days, my God Almighty, it, now we are given the revelation of the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible said that the Virgin Mary, hallelujah, which was now given to Joseph as wife. Before Joseph knew her, she was overshadowed by the Holy Ghost and she became pregnant. Now Joseph witnessed that now I have not had sexual relations with this lady and now she's pregnant. Uh, this is contrary. What kind of a lifestyle is this? I'm going to put her away. That means divorce her. And while he was contemplating to get rid of this lady, Mary, the Bible said that the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream. Hello, somebody. And saying, Joseph, thou son of David, Fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife. Don't think too much about the pregnancy. My God Almighty, don't be afraid of what's happening. I come to tell you exactly what's happening. It's natural for you to think like this, but I'm just here to tell you, you don't need to be afraid. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. 
Hello, somebody. Hallelujah. The spirit of the Lord overshadowed her and she became pregnant. Don't you worry about what's happening to this woman. And she shall bring forth a son. Independent of you, Joseph, she's going to bring forth a son and thou shall call his name Jesus for he shall save his people from their sins. Here we understand now, brothers and sisters, in this time in which we live, here comes the doctrine of salvation. No other name given among men whereby we must be saved outside of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. When he looked down upon, when the Lord looked down, my God, and saw the ways of men becoming corrupt, my God Almighty, in the earth, the time had come now, hallelujah, for him to show forth the arm of God, for him to show forth the hand of deliverance, my God Almighty, sending his only begotten son into the world, whereby my God Almighty, those who believe on him can be saved from their sins. Thou shalt call his name Jesus. Hello somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Apostolic church. My God Almighty. Church of the living God. God is building a church. God has a plan of salvation. Like he had in the days of Noah. When he told Noah go build me an ark. He came down. My God through the womb of a virgin Mary. When the Holy Ghost overshadowed her. And she became pregnant. The word of God became flesh inside of her. My God born of a virgin. The hand of salvation the arm of deliverance my god almighty he told noah build me an ark but now he came into this world hallelujah and he said my god almighty i am come to give life and that more abundantly those who believe on me hallelujah shall be saved but those who reject me shall be condemned oh somebody hallelujah he told noah build an ark Make sure you make it this way. Now he tells this generation, call my name Jesus. Hallelujah. He tells Mary, you can't name him no other name. My God Almighty. He's coming into this world for a purpose. Thou shalt call his name Jesus. Because any man who calls upon him, any man who calls upon him and believe in him will be saved. John tells us, that this Jesus, the word that became flesh, hallelujah, the light that shone in darkness and the darkness could not understand it, hallelujah. But to as many that receive him, to them he gave the power to become the sons of God. He was in the world. The world was made by him and the world knew him not. The world was so corrupt. The world was such in such rebellion against the name of the Lord Jesus that they did not even know him. Came unto his own and his own rejected him. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. Brothers and sisters, I want us to remember that last statement. To them, but as many as received them, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. In other words, he's saying they are saved. He's now, he has now made a covenant with them. Now build me an ark. Christ came in this world. He said, I'm making, a, I'm building a church. Hallelujah. I am building a church 
Upon this rock I build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Noah, make sure you make the ark of gopher wood. Christ said, I'm making a church. Sorry for those who, who, who have a plan for God's church. Sorry for those who establish doctrines in God's church that's against his word. He's absolute sure about how he wants to establish his church. He said, I have one church. I'm making it this way. Now make sure there's only one window in the ark. But God, it's going to be too dark on the second floor and the first floor. One window. One door. Hello. But we have a lot of, lot of uh, creeping things and beasts and falls of the ear to come in. Can't we have a door for every level? No. One door. No argument. How about my neighbor? How about the ones that we live beside? Noah, they didn't find my grace. Hello, somebody. See, we live in a time when the pride of men has increased so, so much. In the church I'm talking about. Men now are beginning to tell folks how they can be saved outside of what God has determined. To them, he gave power, the authority to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. What's his name? What's his name? Hello, somebody. Some folks now are beginning to tell you you can be saved outside of the name of the Lord Jesus. Where's the power? Where's the authority? In the name. Which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Hello, somebody. I have to go through the God process. And the word was made flesh. Dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. The glory of the only begotten of the father. Full of grace and truth. Hello somebody. Hallelujah. 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 We got to understand now. That when God says. My God this is the way. He means it. Listen to what he says. Let's go a little bit further. He says, in him, in who? In Christ, let me get to that, let me get to that scripture. Leave his tongue by me. Okay. No. John 1 and verse 4. Somebody say 4. Yes, 3. 3 and then going over to 4. All things were made by him. Yeah, that's the one I want. All things were made by him. Now, brothers and sisters, for those of us who are confused, 
try to be as simple as I can this morning. In the days of Noah, God said, I am going to destroy every living thing which I have created. God said, I create them and I am going to destroy them. From off the face of the earth. Now, here we have an account from John telling us that in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. Ooh. The word. The same word that spoke to Noah. Same word that gave Noah, hallelujah, the method by which he was going to be saved. The instructions that he should carry out, that he and his household may be saved. The same word. Now he says, all things were made by him. Ooh, God. And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life. Same God that mold man from the dust. Hallelujah. And when he looked on Adam, saw the, the, the very structure of man being created. He couldn't move. So the same God bent down over Adam and blew into his nostrils the breath of life. And the Bible said he became a living soul. Now John says, all things were made by him and without him was nothing made that was made. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. More than the physical life, no brothers and sisters. In him was eternal life. Because when he blew into the breath, into the nostril of Adam at first, there was no death in Adam. Until sin entered his heart. Hello, somebody. Until evil became a part of him. But before that, there was, no e there was no death in him. Now, this same Jesus, this word, my God Almighty, that is manifested as flesh, God. He says, if you believe on my name, you have the authority, the power to become the son of God. Somebody says, it's not so important about the name. Hello, somebody. It's the most important thing. The name. No name, no claim. Repentance is in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Baptism is in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He did say repentance and baptism must be preached in my or in my titles. Repentance and baptism must be preached throughout this world in my name. Somebody say in Jerusalem. No, throughout this world. In my name, beginning in Jerusalem. But it got to go to the ends of the world. In my name. Oh, somebody. Now, somebody, somebody begin to question now. What the Lord has to say. John 10 tells us. He made a statement. He said, I am the door. There was one door entering into Noah's ark. 
he's now telling everyone that he's the door. By me, if any man enter, he shall be saved. And shall go in and out and find pasture. It is will be fed. Christ says he is the door. Any man enter through me. Salvation is guaranteed. Outside of me, there's no hope. One door. He didn't say doors. I am the door. Noah, one door. If it's the beast coming through, he's got to go through that door. It's the fowls of the ear got to go through that door. The unclean animals got to go through that door. You and your household has to go through that door. One door. John 14 and verse 6, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. The way, truth, life. Are we in church for life? Here is for a social gathering. He says, I am the way. No other way. Who? Jesus. He's the one that's speaking. Somebody says, My pastor doesn't teach like that. respectfully I don't want to hear what the pastor has to say if he's not saying what Jesus is saying the pastor does not have life to give Jesus says I am the way the pastor has not found the way in Jesus he can't tell you about the way The preacher must know the way before he can talk about the way. And the way, my God Almighty, Jesus said, I am the way. The truth. Know somebody. And somebody want to get up and start talking about God. Jehovah. And talk about God. And God is loving. And he wants to save you. He, 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 he died for you. God loves you. Call his name. Tell me what the name of God is. Tell me. That, uh, it's not just God who died on the cross. What did they call him? His name is Jesus. Then tell me his name. Tell me his name. Don't be afraid to tell me about his name. But there's power in the name of Jesus. Uh, he says, I'm come to give life, my God, to everyone that believes. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, I want to let you know that all you got to, be, to do is to simply believe. But believe, when we believe in Christ, it leads us to repentance. It leads us to repentance first. When we begin to believe, 
we hear the words of Jesus Christ and we begin to repent. And when we believe, the next thing, we have an attitude to receive. Because this God that revealed himself to us did not come empty-handed. He did not come begging stuff from humanity. He said he came to give life. What is this life? Eternal life. Life to escape the wrath of God. Life to escape the judgment of God that's determined. The words that say, my spirit shall not always strive with men. This life gives us an escape route. He says, no man cometh unto the Father but by me. Somebody say, what are you talking about? Let's go back to John 14. Let's open up in the chapter. Somebody who is a little bit confused about the revelation that we have received, the process, the way, the only way where man can be saved. See, brothers and sisters, if I, if I can be true to you, church is about salvation. Nothing else. Nothing else. It's not to promote ourselves. Church is about a man coming in contact with God, repenting and serving him in spirit and in truth. A purpose-filled life. Hallelujah. Heart that's after God, after the things of God. Outside of that, we abide under the wrath of God. Somebody say, I'm a little bit confused. Philip said, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. He says, if he had known me, he, would have, he should have known my Father also. And from henceforth, he know him and have seen him. Say, but that is Jesus. We, what about the Father? What about God? I'm using the words that you use. That's what Jesus said. What, what, what about God? He'll be confused. He says, if you had known me, you should have known my Father also. And from henceforth, he know him. From now on, you know him. And have seen him. How much clearer can the Lord be? He's talking to his disciples. If you had known me, Jesus, you would have known my father also. 
and from henceforth, from now on, you know him. him okay not only know him you have seen him Ooh. Philip said unto him Lord show us the father and it sufficeth us Jesus said unto him have I been so long time with you and yet thou hast thou not known me Philip Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, those who, who are joining us online. How could Jesus respond like this to Philip? Philip didn't ask to see Jesus. Those are the words Philip used. He says, show us the Father. He's not talking for himself alone. He said, us. Show us the Father. And it sufficeth us. We'll be satisfied. If you show us who the father is. Jesus said unto him. Have I been so long time with you? What does that have to do with the answer? The question. Yet. Hast thou not known me? Philip. He that had seen me. Had seen the father. How can you say, show us the Father? Believe. Believest thou not that I am in the Father and the Father in me? Don't you understand the revelation? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me or else believe me for the very work's sake. Be confused. Thou shalt call his name Jesus. Salvation is with God. Salvation belongs to God. Only he can provide a, a, an avenue whereby men can be saved. It belongs to him. He says, call his name Jesus. Apostolic church, don't be afraid of the name Jesus. That's the power of the church. That's where the power of the church lies. That's the seal that we have upon our lives that comes in the name of the Lord Jesus that stands a witness that guarantees our salvation in the hour of judgment. For the time clock is striking the hour. It's counting down, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some folks say uh, since the world began, it remained the same. Generation after generation. Somebody say, don't you see that it, 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 it can't be that God is going to destroy this world. But when we look on a nation, I want us to open our eyes, brothers and sisters. When we look on a nation with a leader, with all respect given to the office, a leader that stands against the words of God and boasts about being 
in a rebellious state against the word of God, we're in trouble. A nation that has become vain in their imagination. Call evil good and good evil. Just in 2019, children, young children, would have gone off for summer jobs in the Christian institution and different charity that were given the nation or were sponsored by the federal government. Before you could accept a donation, they tell you you have to tick the box. Tick it. And you agree with abortion. You want our dollars? You got to tick the box to go against what God says. Vain in their imagination. But time clock is striking the hour. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And now, and they're telling us now uh, that uh, they're risen up and now the whole world is going against the identity of a person. Vain in their imagination. Since, since the school year started, my own daughter came home. One day she was so broken. Dad, everybody has changed. They don't want me to use pronouns that will define their gender. Don't want me call she, her. Got to call them by some other pronouns. Vain in their imagination. And our government say yes, that's the way to go. Somebody says, just be a diplomat. My diplomacy comes from the, the Bible. He made them male and female. He refers to different ones. He said, he or him, her or she, whatever it may be, no other. Bible tells us only the true and living God must be worshipped. Living in a world now where they tell us all other religion are free to express themselves. But the Christianity, they say, now my God Almighty, we've got to cut you down. Hello, somebody. It's time for the church to wake up. Don't now they're telling parents, I'm talking about the vanity of their imagination. If you are taking care of your children and you notice that one of your children desire to express themselves a different way, and they don't want even to go along with your religion. They want, they found they were born male and they want to change. Allow them to express themselves. And it will become a crime if you fight against it. Hello, somebody. Hello. Now, 
they'll have the right to take away your child because now parents are becoming abusive. Now passing the bill. Now, if somebody had changed themselves to another, expressed themselves as another, whatever it may be, tell me, Brother Matt, you were gay. Gender sex change. See, I find it difficult to find the words to talk about it. And now, they come into a church and they hear the word of God. Perhaps, let's use that scenario. And they are moved, they are pricked to their very conscience. They say, ah, I'm crying out in repentance. I want to change. I want to get back to who I was. Pastor, begin to provide such counsel. Speak about it. Speak the word of God. A pastor could be charged. Could be imprisoned. I'm going. I promise you. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it one of these days. Locked up. Imprisoned. Preaching what the Lord said. Vain in their imagination, brothers and sisters. I want to let you know. Jesus is here. That's why a man has got to be sure about his salvation. Because when the Lord looks down and sees the corruption in the world, he says, time clock is striking the hour. No man knows the day or the hour. But he's coming. No man knows when he'll call his church. Pull them out of this. But he's coming. Now he says. Like in the days of Noah. Noah do you believe? Yes Lord. Begins to cut. Timber from the forest. Pulling down huge trees. Cutting it. Spending his energy. Mocked him, they jeer him. What this fool is doing? Look at him. Goes cutting. He goes building. What's the crazy man? And some of them may even find it fascinating. I come and build with him. Look him. Crazy. So is it, brothers and sisters. Right now, right as we speak. A man has got to be positive. When Jesus says, I am the way. Because if he said that about the generation of Noah, he can't change. He's got to, God has to say the same thing about this generation. If he destroyed the generation in Noah, and look on this generation and say, I'm going to have mercy. He's got to take back up the generation of Noah and give them life. Know somebody. Every one of them that scream at the doors of the ark is going to have to find the bones and bring them back and give them life. When he what he says then is what he says now. 
And he looked up and he saw the corruption in the world. He's looking and he sees the corruption in today's world. He will not spare a man except he knows the Lord Jesus Christ. Hello, somebody. He will not spare, my God Almighty. You can cry hard enough. You can show tears enough. Hallelujah. You can holler enough. You can't give enough, my God Almighty, like some folks when they're about to die and all the wealth that they have, they give it to some charitable for some good deed. Hoping that this good deed will provide some, uh, some uh, ease the pain through the process of death. Uh, and something will happen for them. I'm not against giving. But no other way. Every man will have to stand before God. Everyone that was on the face of the world stood before the judgment hour of God in the time of Noah. Every one of them. Hallelujah. Every creeping beast, every beast, every creeping thing, my God, that was upon the face of the world faced the judgment of God. None can escape. Hallelujah. When we talk about creeping things, we're talking about scorpions, serpents, different things. My God Almighty. Some of them we have never seen them before. But every one of them faced the judgment of God. There shall be no escape for humanity outside of the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. That's why when he says, those who believe on me, they are led to repentance firstly. You believe in the name of the Lord Jesus, you begin to see what he says, what he requires of men. Hallelujah. But John the Baptist was a forerunner of Christ. He came preaching repentance. Hallelujah. And pointing them to the one that should come after him. And when he came on the scene, he said, Behold the Lamb of God that take away the sin of this world. Hallelujah. Any man begin to believe on the name of Jesus Christ. He said, Out of your belly, out of your innermost being. Hallelujah. When you begin to believe that Jesus came into this world, like the, the Bible said that he, he called his name Jesus because he shall save his people from their sins. When you begin to believe that Jesus is salvation. Hello somebody. Hallelujah. And you hear the word of the Lord Jesus. What did salvation tell us when he came into this world? He said, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Was the message of Jesus? And everywhere he go, he preached repentance and the kingdom of God. Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Hallelujah! One was caught in the act of adultery by God Almighty to be stoned. And what do you have to say, Jesus? Trying to test him, he began to write in the in the ground. And when he lifted up his head, every one of them were gone. He said, "Woman, where's the accusers? Where's the accusers? All gone." Somebody say, okay, it's freedom. Jesus said, go that way, but sin no more. Repent. Repent. He healed, he healed the man, the lame man, my God, the blind man, rather. And when it was found that he was thrown out of the temple, Jesus found him in his brokenness, out of the temple. The man was excited and been healed by the name of the Lord. <laughs> Any healing that is not in the name is not pure. 
you can thank, you can be grateful for your healing, but I'm telling you, a worse thing will come upon you. Any healing that's not done in the name of the Lord is not pure. The Lord said, hallelujah. He said, man, do you believe? Do you what? Believe. The son of man in the salvation Tell me that I may know. Jesus revealed to him. Hallelujah. The Bible said he followed him in the way. You know somebody. He followed him in the way. Now brothers and sisters. Those of us who are in here. Those of us who are not yet filled with the Holy Ghost. We're not picking on you. Talking to you for, as a pastor. One that cares for your soul. I'm telling you. When you begin to believe in Jesus. The one who shed his blood for you. The one who died on Calvary for you. Why? That we can be saved. That we can find life. Eternal life. When you begin to believe in what he says, repent of your sin. You begin to repent in your heart. Turn from darkness, running into light. Once you begin to believe, brothers and sisters, the next thing, you know that he has a promise. A promise. You did not ask him for it. He promised you. Before you were born, he promised you. He says it's free. Only believe, repent. Be baptized in his name and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. It's a promise that I'm giving to you. To those who believe, this is the authority that I'm giving you to become the sons of God. In other words, Jesus, I want to lay claim on you. I want to give you the right to become the son of God. I want to put my name upon you. I want to stamp, hallelujah, my image upon your heart. Come. Come. That's what he says. Come. Hallelujah. When you are baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, it, it may not be. Some people believe, what have I done? Some folks, even the church will judge others and believe some sin in their life. Just simply not understanding what it is to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Somebody say, Yes, I must believe, but not knowing how to. If Jesus says, any man that steps from this, from this step to the center there is going to receive a thousand dollars. I say, I stand here as a pastor and I said, my God, I, I need a thousand dollars right now. And I begin to clap my hand over here. And give God glory and thank him for the thousand dollars. Thank him. Lord, I thank you for the thousand dollars. 
the clock is striking. One o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, and I'm jumping, thanking. Brother Matthew, play something on the organ. Thank you, Jesus, for the toast now. Nothing happening. And I'm so excited about the thousand dollars. I begin to even tell folks, you know, that Lord give me, it's giving me a thousand dollars. I won't get it. As your word says, you got to stand over there. So I got to do this. Take my step. And as soon as I reach here, it must happen. not if it's going to happen. When I reach over here, I don't have to say, Lord, I'm here now. I don't have to tell him, I'm here now. I qualify. Give it to me. No. What he demanded, I've met it. He says to us, brothers and sisters, he simply says, believe. Repent and believe in my name. Hallelujah. You believe that Jesus died. Believe that Christ came into this world. The revelation of God. God himself. Emmanuel. Meaning God with us or with us. God. That's what it means. Came into this world. For the single and sole purpose to save us from our sin. And we agree with it that he died on Calvary. Shed his blood, poured out his soul in agony. Hallelujah. And cried out, my God Almighty, it is finished. Man's redemption is complete. God said, it's finished, it's finished. Door a salvation is open. Hallelujah. Went to the grave. Lay his life down and said, I'm going to pick it back up. And on the third day, he was resurrected from the grave. Do you believe? It's the name. Hallelujah. Got up out of the grave triumphantly. Not like a weakling. Got up. Hallelujah. Triumphantly. Hallelujah. From the grave. Hallelujah. To give us life. Do you believe? Hallelujah. Is there someone here this morning? Is there someone online that wants the gift of the Holy Ghost? Hallelujah. You begin to repent in your heart right now. Hallelujah. Believe on God. Hallelujah. His name is Jesus. No other name. As you begin to repent before him right now, you begin to lift your hands and say, here I am, Lord. Hallelujah. I surrender to you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Believe on him right now. If you need the Holy Ghost, come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you desire to be filled with the Holy Ghost, come. Hallelujah. Shambhosaya. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It shall be in you a well springing up into everlasting life. Hallelujah. I'm coming. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. A well springing up into everlasting life. Hallelujah. Out of your
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. He's the one, he's the one, he's the one, he's the one. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Firm foundation. Hallelujah, you come with your hands lifted up. Come with your hands lifted up. Hallelujah. You believe that he died for you. Believe he shed his blood for you. My God, we're talking about Jesus. The one that come to give life. Hallelujah. The one that wants to possess you. The one that wants to live inside of you. The one that wants to write upon the fleshy tables of your heart. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Shamba Hosiah. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. In the name of the Lord Jesus, abide every force of darkness right now. My God Almighty. Hallelujah. As you behold the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. That shed his blood. The one who died in Calvary for us. My God Almighty. Hallelujah. He's touching you right now. Something good is happening to you right now. Uh, come out to you right now to be loose. To behold him, the Lamb of God. He died for us. He shed his blood for us. My God Almighty poured out his soul in agony my god almighty hallelujah his name is jesus hallelujah hallelujah he said if you believe on him as the scripture said out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water my god almighty hallelujah my god almighty in the name of jesus christ my god he begins to touch you right now from the crown of the head to the sole of your feet right now hallelujah open your mind and begin to bless him Hallelujah. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. Otoshamba Babasaya. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. Woman. Hallelujah. I command you loose right now. Hallelujah. As you begin to embrace him, you begin to love him. Something good is happening to you right now. The anointing of the living God is touching you right now. Atabahoshaya. My God Almighty. Hallelujah. Shambahosaya. Hallelujah. The blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Makoto Shamba Baba. Messiah. Hallelujah. Open your mouth and begin to bless him right where you are. The anointing of God is touching you right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He promised he's going to write upon the fleshy tables of your heart. My God Almighty. His laws. Hallelujah. Shambhosiah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. My God. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Somebody say, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. My God, my God, my God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, church, right where you are. Just stretch your hands and begin to pray. My God, stretch your hands up here. My God, for those who have come, my God, and begin to pray. My God Almighty, something good is happening right now. Hallelujah. Lift up your head, O ye gates. And be lifted up your everlasting door. My God, and the King of glory shall come in. Hallelujah. Who is the King of glory? The Lord. Hallelujah. Strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. His